0: That's right, infidels.
1: One of the greatest stories ever told was this past Sunday, All In, the greatest professional wrestling event of all time. And and let me just say this, to everyone who was there live, to everybody who watched all over the globe, thank you. Thank you for making that the most special night of my entire life, seriously. Me and MJF became your new ring of honor. World Tag Team Champions. And in the main event, I challenged for the AEW World Championship. And I talk about how special that night was. It wasn't quite perfect. Because in that main event match, I lost. And that hurt, guys. That hurt really, really bad. But I know at some point, I'll get another shot at the AEW World title. I know that. now concerning my good friend MJF guys he's he's not in great shape actually his neck it's it's pretty pretty banged up but i can promise you this this sunday at all out live right here in chicago MJF is going to be ready to go but there is something very very important Adam! I wanted to discuss here today. Adam
2: and Adam.
1: Roderick Strong, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, the
3: Kingdom. What a wet blanket he this guy is. He's just he's just a, a very close friend. Adam Cole, Roddy Strong. He's he's it's a difficult time for Let him. Let me
2: get this straight, Adam. So you care more about the fact that Max's neck is bad than you care about my neck.
1: Is my neck health not important to you? Roddy, this is getting so ridiculously absurd. Uh, This is not the guy that I know. This is not the guy I've been friends with for over 10 years. I don't know if it's because you're listening to these guys? These guys! These guys! Really, Adam? Like you don't even
0: know us? Are you kidding me? You know what, Adam? I'm gonna do story time right now. So listen up. It's story time with Mike Bennett. Shut up. Adam, let me take you back 2010. Ring of Honor ECW Arena. 21 year old adam cole versus 25 year old mike bennett do you remember what happened that night adam because i do and i can tell by the look in your eyes that you remember we got each other jobs that night didn't we adam we got each other signed a ring of honor and from that point forward man i felt like we were bonded for life and it sure as hell felt like you did too because we did everything together you were at my wedding man you You hosted my bachelor party the night before. Think about all the arenas we went to. The Saibu Dome, the Hammerstein, the Ted Reeves Arena. Hell, we even did the Fieldhouse right here in Chicago, Illinois. I mean, but let's be honest. Chicago is the worst city to wrestle in. Adam. We picked each other up during our worst moments, and we celebrated each other in our best. But you know what your problem is? You care far too much about what all these idiots here think about you, and you forgot what these guys meant to you. Mike,
4: you know that that's not- Hey, shut your mouth. Yeah, you heard me. I thought about this for a long time. This is just who you are, Adam. You needed us. You needed the kingdom to take over Ring of Honor. And when you achieved that, you jumped ship to the Bullet Club so you could pad your wallet with that merchandise money. You left to Florida, and you surrounded yourself with all of our friends so they could prop you up and they could help you hold on to that title for as long as you did. And now you want to come back here and say you're a changed man? You're a liar. You're the same leech you've always been. And now you've latched on to that corny Melvin, MJF, because you think that's the gateway to the AEW title. Let me ask you something, Adam. When you look at pictures of the past, do you just ignore all the people standing around you? Because I truly believe that in your mind, you think you're standing there all alone because that's the only person you've ever cared about.
1: You guys know, you know for a fact that that is not true. Do we? Do we? because listen, honest to God, if I've made you feel that way, truly, I am so, so sorry. Okay? Uh, because I know we were all very, very close at one point, but what I've learned over the years about friendship is how important it is to be understanding of each other. And the three of you need to accept the fact that Max is not only my friend, damn it, he's my best friend. No, nope, not
2: today. Adam, I can't accept that. I just can't. So you know what? I'm entering that Grand Slam tournament, and I'm gonna do what you couldn't do. I'm gonna beat MJF in the middle of this ring and become the new AEW World Champion with my real friend, Mike and Matt, by my side. So if you were my real friend, You'd be
1: rooting for me, too. Roddy, Roddy, that is a horrible idea. You and I both know that. You are in no condition to wrestle. Your neck is not in good
2: shape. Oh, my God! Adam Cole is pretending to care about me, finally. Lucky me. Listen to me, Adam. Unlike your soft tag team partner, I don't need a roll-up. I don't need a diamond ring. Hell, I don't even need a neck that's 100% to win a match decisively here. Bad neck or not, I'm going to break everybody's back and I'm winning that tournament because I'm a wrestling legend.
4: Let's go, boys. Wow. Body strong in the tournament and Roderick Strong calling his shot. Setting his sights. Roddy's no joke, man, but she knows ropes. Roddy Strong setting his sights on MJF. The AEW it. World Championship, that dynamite grand slam. Well, I, I tell you, he's been the odd man out through all of this, and I, it's weird. I, I feel sorry. I feel bad for Roddy Strong. You I, do? I really do. It's sad. The friend walks out on you. Well. Yeah. Hope he doesn't get hurt again. Somebody would call the
3: ambulance. Oh, that's that's nice. That's <laughs>
1: The Pro Wrestling Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're gonna put and seats and ears to the streets. And now here are your hosts, Jerry T and Chris DeFeram.
5: Favorite podcast about AEW Dynamite? Yes, folks. Welcome to the Wednesday Night Skirmish, brought to you by the PWC. Who's the PWC? Well, that starts with me. I'm Chris Ams. That's Ambs. That's A M B S, like lambs with no L or bullshit. First thing in the morning, don't worry, folks. Uh, if you ever forget how to spell my last name, hey, I'll just remind you at the start of every show we fucking do, eh? Um, joining me is my usually unusual co-host with the most in the Port Philip Coast. He isn't sure if he's ballin', fallen, or stallin'. But he sure he wasn't a big fan of all in. Jimmy T, how are you, brother?
3: I'm good, man. As a matter of fact, speaking of all in, I gave it a C for crap. That's fair. no That's It fair. wasn't crap though. It wasn't crap. No, but... it wasn't
5: like the worst pay per view of all time, but when you advertise it as the biggest show in the history of professional wrestling, it's like you've gotta fucking deliver then, bro. And they did not. I don't give a he- fuck.
3: Keep in mind the adjective, right? 81,000 paid fans. I mean. Yeah. Great. But it's the biggest of all time. The biggest I, I of all time. Differ. I beg to differ. I dare say my dick is bigger.
5: <laughs> I just. See what I did you, you know, the thing about the the thing about the way that they marketed the show anyway is like. It's, it's funny to me because, yeah, okay, it's the, it's the biggest show of all time in terms of, like, they had the most paid attendance of any wrestling show ever. Um, that's debatable. There's a bunch of debates that you can have about it that you could have about it that you might have about it. Even if you don't want to have the debate, it's the biggest show in only one way, which is that there was a bunch of people there. But, like, right. what was the biggest... Like what was the so so then you're telling me that essentially, you know, uh Bret Hart and The British Bulldog main evented, they had the biggest main event in the history of SummerSlam, right? They had the biggest main event. There's never been a bigger main event in SummerSlam never. than <laughs> the Bulldog and Bret Hart.
3: Never, bro. What are you talking about? Never. Never has there been a bigger main event than British Bulldog and Bret Hart actually, but it was probably the biggest main event in UK wrestling history. See what I did there?
5: I did see what you did there. Yeah. And that is called couching. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Like the, the whole thing was was fine. It was aggressively fine. I found myself saying "fine" a lot when people said, "How did you? What did you think of All In?" It was fine. I even, you know, there. <laughs> I was talking to uh, I was talking to Strangler actually a little bit on Twitter because he had asked you know what do you think and I told him I mean it was a fine show it was nice to see that there's eighty thousand people there and everything but like I don't think that they really hit it out of the park or anything either like there's a fine show and uh, he he actually responded by saying like you know uh, are you sure you're even a wrestling fan?
3: Uh, <laughs> it's like, yes, we're cool wrestling I... fans, but still, nevertheless, wrestling fans.
5: And, you know, like, when wrestling's done properly, I'm a huge fan of pro wrestling. But, when, but, like, when you get 5% out of what you should be getting for value, it aggravates me as a wrestling fan. You know, when I tune in and I see 80,000 people in an arena, they can repeat that as much as they want. The truth is, Jimmy, I don't care. If they're in front of 3,000 people, but they give me the best fucking show I've ever seen... I'm gonna say that's the best fucking show I ever seen. It, it, it doesn't matter to me how many people are in the fucking arena, you know. They, they, they're they're so obsessed with the fact that they've got people there. It's like, oh, there's eighty-one thousand people, and the eighty-one thousand people, and the did you know there's eighty-one thousand people? And it's like, you know, I'm reminded of the I'm reminded of of, of a, a line from Immortal Technique, right? Uh, I love his mushi, by the way. Is great. Um, Immortal Technique is great, but this line I love. Right, he says, um, "And if you went platinum, it's got nothing to do with luck. It just means that a million people are stupid as fuck." <laughs>
3: right. um, that's one of his catchphrases, practically, bro.
5: You know, so there you, so there you have it. In terms of like my opinion on 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 All In, it was fine. Like, it wasn't a terrible wrestling show, but it wasn't big either like i've i saw fucking seth rollins the other day tweeting out about how it's you know it's a spectacle like wrestlemania no it's not
3: i can't believe you said that dude
5: i can seth is a seth is seth is exactly the kind of guy who would be in that california crew if he hadn't been successful in wwe
3: it's no secret that he's actually good friends with those with those guys as a matter of fact his ultimate matchup and he said this on wb Podcast, You know, what's his name? Uh, Corey Graves. You know he's got the yeah. After the Bell, whatever the fuck it's called? Yeah, he was on sure. there, and he came out and said it. I'd love to face Kenny Omega. That's the ultimate match that... And this was a couple of years ago, but he said it. I heard it. So I found that kind of interesting. But yeah, it's no secret he's fans with all those guys, man. So yeah, you're right.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's not... A, it didn't feel important, is what I mean. You know, like... It, it it was it was big and everything, but like they're talking about like, you know, we main evented the biggest show in wrestling history, and I'm like, can you really okay okay I, I'm gonna okay, I, I wanna Austin Rock right, right. uh Brett Sean Right Hogan Warrior <laughs> Right MJF Adam Cole right up there bro
3: <laughs>
5: no it's not like one of these doesn't things you does compare bro you know
3: that, one dude, of these me...
5: things is not like the others one it's of these not.
3: things just doesn't belong there but the problem is um what's weird dude right you, you can't even that's not even a bigger fucking main event than fucking most pro wrestling pay-per-views WCW and WWE say think about it Adam Cole versus MJF yeah Yeah, LT and Bam Bam alright that was a bad main event that's true I'll give you that Jinder and that was at Wrestlemania ironically (laughs) he's right actually wasn't that Wrestlemania 11 Jinder as a matter of fact if memory serves me yeah and Bam Bam did a really good job carrying
5: LT to a main event match I mean you gotta give it to Bam Bam for being able to carry a guy who's not a pro wrestler but yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, even if, good. Good, though, right. even if the match wasn't good, though, even if even though the match wasn't good, right? You ask people right. if they have memories, even now, right? We're 25 years away from, from, from Mania 11. Ask people if they remember when Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow had a wrestling match. And people are going to have some vague recollection of it, right? Even people who I don't follow wrestling clearly,
3: bro. <laughs> so, what I, I mean is, do.
5: even people who don't follow wrestling are going to have some vague recollection. Oh yeah, I heard that that Lawrence Taylor had had a wrestling match, and yeah, oh yeah, Bam Bam, yeah, that's the guy with the head with the, the, right. the ta- tattoos, right? That big yeah. dude. Twenty five years from now, if you ask people about, uh, you know, hey, did you, hey, did you see MJF and Adam Cole? They're going to go who?
3: yeah literally Bay. it's true man but you know they main evented it it is what it is but yeah you're right and uh, i mean all the antics and let's be honest man let's talk about i guess the elephant in the room before we do get into dynamite also i mean it seemed doomed from the start let's be honest with the jungle boy bullshit happening and then you know CM punk supposedly now i don't even know anymore what the fuck's going on i started thinking this was a work bro for real you know what I mean? It just had to be. Because the only logical shit I can come up with that makes any sense to me, right, is the fact that if you're going to build to another pay-per-view in under a week away, you have to build something, right? I mean, what else can you do? And then I'm like, so it has to be a work, right? Because that at least gives some little bit of interest into why maybe you would tune in, right? Even though I couldn't care less, but There's some sort of interest there because of all the backstage antics, supposedly, right? But then again, I don't feel like AEW is that smart anyway to even say that. And now I'm starting to think, actually, maybe it's not a work after all, which makes it even fucking worse.
5: I think that that whole company backstage is just an absolute fucking mess, dude. Like, just just an absolute goddamn mess. Like... It's I don't insane. even know what to say about it anymore. Like it just, it, everything about it just seems so fucking childish. Like <laughs> childish. everything about it is just like the, the, like when CM Punk said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sore and I'm tired and I'm working with children. And really though, like really uh starting to look like he's working with fucking children. You know, he's working with people who are going to just shoot. They're just going to shoot brother, you know? <laughs> and it's like, That's not that's not what you do with the biggest star in professional wrestling. Do you know do you know what would happen if a mid carter said some arrogant, you know, obnoxious shit to the rock or to Undertaker? (laughs) Like you just get fired. You just get fired. Like Remember that time when we heard about S.A. Rios getting in Stone Cold's face and and how they weren't sure what they were going to do with the situation afterwards? No, that didn't happen, Jimmy, because if S.A. Rios would have gotten in Stone Cold Steve Austin's face, he would have been fired. They would have thrown him out on his ass that minute. Vince McMahon wouldn't be fucking with that.
3: He'd be like, yeah, well, look at Ultimate Warrior, for example, that tried to hold up WWE for more money otherwise he wasn't going to do the main event for some slam at the time so vince had to pay him he did his main event and guess what happened right after that match yeah fine and that was the
5: ultimate warrior that was somebody right. who was making the money that was not exactly. jack fucking perry
3: bro <laughs> Nah, no, no it wasn't but then see that's you said it just now that's not fucking jeff i mean jeff jack perry right and that's the thing dude like should CM Punk have cared because going by what we hear in the dirt sheets, for example, mm-hmm. all rest are supposed to get fucking um, clearance to do certain spots, right? Is that is that what it's going on? That's what I've heard, right? Correct. Me if so, I'm wrong.
5: so basic. So, are you talking about the whole glass situation or whatever.
3: Well, yeah, I was alluding to that. I was getting to that. My point is, he had to ask for permission to do this, right? So, if TK yep. did clear it, right? For example. Uh-huh. Then what's this fucking CM Punk? He's not, you know, the boss. Why does he give a fuck? He shouldn't even care. If these little punks aren't going to listen to him, don't even bother, bro. Yeah, but but the
5: thing is, is like I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but from what we've been told, and again, we get eight different fucking versions of events That's from backstage saying. in AEW, so you don't know exactly what the fuck happened. But what we were told was... Jungle Boy said, oh, I want to do this thing with real glass. And then somebody backstage, presumably the person in charge backstage, said, no, that's a bad idea, Jack. Don't do that. And Jack said, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And then somebody else came up to him and was like, Jack, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Apparently, even Tony Schiavone said to him, Jack, that's a really bad idea. We're not going to use real glass for this moment. That's stupid. And then Jack Perry just went, no, I'm going to fucking do it anyway. Up to the point when CM Punk showed up and was asked by someone, hey, can you put your foot down and make sure Jack knows he can't fucking do this with real glass?
3: But at the end of the day, if TK did like clear it, it was him. Because he's the owner. At the end of the day, he's the big boss, right? Uh If he did clear it, and I'm assuming he did, then it doesn't matter what any other fucking person says. And what they think, you know what I mean? Because sure,
5: but if but if you're CM Punk and you've been put into into a situation where you've basically been told that you're the big brother for Saturday nights, and it's your job to put your foot down, and then a guy just blatantly on camera, not in a kayfabe way, in a real life fucking situation way, calls you out. If you're that guy who's supposed to be the big brother. I don't think you can just let that slide. Like, that's one of those situations where I feel like it like, okay, imagine the same situation, but it's Undertaker we're talking about.
3: Okay, but is he new to the company, say?
5: Jack who Jack Perry?
3: No, 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 Undertaker, for example.
5: Fucking Punk's been there for two years at this point. He's not new.
3: Yeah, but he's had a lot of time off, to be fair. He,
5: but he's been a fucking part of the show. He's he's been a part of the show. He's been on the marquee. He's been on the buses. He's been everywhere. It's his face that they're using that they're using to try to sell this fucking show to people. It's his name that they're that they're constantly bringing up to try to sell it to people. It's his vision that they're trying to get across to people on Saturday nights.
3: Right, I, I understand that, but you, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm with Punk, and funny Jinder Mahal says in the chat punk was framed i've never thought of it that way but who knows if i mean if you want to get conspiratorial and shit, you never know right but i doubt that it seems easy to trigger him though i'm not gonna lie it does seem very easy to trigger him but if undertaker was there i know it's taker right i get that uh-huh. but taker never had the had the the what do you call it uh, oh my god i can't think dude Well, i just disappeared there my back can you hear me?
5: Yeah, you're back. You're yeah.
3: here. What's the word, bro? For some reason, when we go live, I tend to get Alzheimer's, bro, out of nowhere. And it's simple shit. I can't get out of my... Head. Like, I'll forget people's fucking names when I shouldn't be. But it's a particular word. uh, Like a resume, bro. Like, but not resume. Something along okay. those lines. Reputation. Reputation. If, if Taker had the reputation as, like, a wannabe leader... Like, for example, we've heard stories with Punk back even when when he was in WB, when he first got onto the main roster, he was trying to take over the locker room and a lot of the senior guys were kind of laughing at him because they're like, well, who's this fucking you know young guy coming in thinking he's the leader, right? RVD is one of them, for example, but it's RVD, right? Think about it. I mean, shit. But my point is, if he had that sort of reputation where he's a wannabe leader and people weren't respecting him straight off the bat, which was kind of true with CM Punk at first, right? And I was Jungle Boy and I've been in that company longer. Now, first of all, I would listen to my peers, especially my senior peers, right? So that's not me. I'm playing devil's advocate here. But I can understand if Jungle Boy got the clearance. Punk is the common denominator here, like when, when it comes to trouble, it seems, right? At the end of the day, he throws punches first, it seems. Then ask questions later. Like, let's be honest. In the workforce, whether we like it no, or not, not, whether you... that's not. That's not what happened. Well, that's the word, right? I mean, even with the elite. Apparently, he's the one that got violent, for example. That's right? not what happened.
5: He said, if you guys want to fight, come to my room. And they came to his room.
3: With the elite. Right. And they did. But he still threw. My point is, going by the reports, he threw punches first, supposedly. But look, my point is. In any workforce, doesn't matter if you're in the right or in, your, in the wrong, right? Now, if you lay the finger, now you could be in the right, correct? Just say you and I hated each other's guts. We worked at the same place. We didn't like each other. You know, we always disrespecting each other. I said something that pissed you off, but you fucking punched me. Okay. Just say, whose fault is that going to be?
5: Yeah, I mean, to me, that's the fault of To me, that's management's fault. That's not my fault or your fault. If there's a situation where you and I are constantly belittling and talking shit back and forth and management doesn't put us in a fucking room together and say, okay, Jimmy, Chris, cut it the fuck out or you're both fired. If management doesn't do that, then it's management's fault. All of this shit is not... I'm not saying it's Jack Perry's fault. Even Jack Perry's a kid. He's an idiot. He's a fucking moronic right, right. fucking kid.
3: And believe me, is, I'm not trying to stand up for Jack Perry. I can't stand him, bro. I'm just but the person who's really
5: out. at fault in all of these situations is Tony Khan, because Tony oh, Khan yeah, at absolutely. any point could have taken. He, he could have said, "Okay, Phil, listen. I've I've heard you. I understand that you're upset about what happened with Adam. Um, we're going to have a conversation." Adam, come on in here. Adam, listen. Okay, we need to be a professional company here. You cannot be saying things like that about Phil. Well, like when you, when you guys aren't even in a program, I can't have that on my television. I can't have that in this company. If you're going to continue to do that kind of thing, I, like you're going to have to get out. So unless you can, unless you and Phil can have a conversation right now and come to some kind of consensus between you, I'm going to suspend you for 30 days without pay. If you can't do that and you're the owner, it's your fucking fault when people act like shit. It's your fucking fault when people fucking get into fights. Because it is your job to pull people aside and say, that's it. It's over now. No more of this shit. Okay? The right thing for Tony Khan to do would have been, as soon as Punk got to the arena in Wembley, he would have said, Punk, listen, I'm sorry about what happened with the travel and everything. The travel coordinator's oh been fired. God. We're going to get you a new oh. travel coordinator, okay? Because that's oh unacceptable.
3: God. That's right? unacceptable. To be fair, now I'm playing devil's advocate on Punk's side here now. Like, if I went through that shit in a foreign country, bro, I'm working yep. for this fucking company, supposedly yeah. professional fucking company, and I say professional and I use that term very loosely mm-hmm. and that happened to me bro first of all already being the shit once I got to the arena right I'd be yep. already fucking I'd be already in a bad mood so anything's gonna fucking set me off so again like you just said it goes straight back to management because you already pissed him off by not fucking by you know you gave him a fucking false number say for example or some shit happened but apparently the you know the number was wrong you right. know it could have been wires crossed and whatnot. it doesn't matter the point is The poor guy had to catch a fucking train in a foreign country. You know, he had to ask fans where to go, how to get to his hotel and whatnot. I'd be fucking angry. And I bet you now, you know, he was bashing WWE, right? I bet you WWE was nowhere near this fucking bad. And I bet you he knows it deep down, Chris. And I reckon that irks him, man. You know what I'm saying? So I find this fucking whole situation pretty... Funny, but at the end of the day it does come back to TK, no doubt about it.
5: No, and like, dude, I like I don't know like I don't even know what to compare this to. And the travel coordinator oh, had liked a tweet that was critical of CM Punk before all of this, and then he fucked up the travel.
3: You remember when that fucking wait, wait, guy wait, wait, was wait, wait, in wait. church? You're saying the guy that fucked shit up yep. was already going against punk he had shit? already
5: liked a tweet that was like anti cm punk yeah really and then he fucked up punk's travel
3: oh wow well maybe it is a conspiracy after all chris maybe jinder's right remember that time when that fucking pyro guy
5: let off the pyro like a second too early and it burned taker before he went out oh to the yeah, match? yeah yeah, yeah, i remember that right remember how how mcmahon handled that did he fire him i can't
3: remember on the spot
5: you okay, are well, fired get out
3: <laughs> well that's what you do bro that's what you should be doing but um and you know what else is fucking weird dude we got all out these fucking, well in two days right on sunday we got all out who fucking cares right who cares but that's not the point the point is most of those people in chicago right at the united center they booked right which is even more bizarre because it's going to look bad but anyway they booked the 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 fucking United Center on the premise that, and I assume on the premise that those fans turning up, for the most part, are there for CM Punk, but you, as a leader, can't give. And the thing is, did you see? Did you hear Eric Bischoff's um, criticism of, or read Eric Bischoff's criticism of Tony Khan? Oh, no. well, get this, and this is so right. He said, you know, this comes to TK and TK's fault only because. Not only is he shitting he's fucking around the fans dude he's not giving any clear it's either he's suspended and he's not going to be there on Sunday or he's going to fucking be there not fucking if maybe I'm not sure yet and if it happened in front of him right if he saw everything like the reporter's suggesting what fucking investigation do you need to do you saw the fucking damn thing so it's either that he's suspended or he's not stop fucking around the fans man because all you're going to do is piss them off And they're gonna fucking show it, bro. That's why I'm looking forward to the pay per view. And if he's not gonna be there, I'm hoping to see that crowd absolutely shit on everything, on on that show. Everything.
5: No, that's what I'm expecting to happen too. Like at this point, I'm actually expecting them to to, you know have him suspended or whatever and then he's not going to be at the show and i think that you're going to have an entire fucking show where the crowd is booing and chanting cm punk and then booing and then chanting cm punk and you, you, you're going to do that for a fucking pay-per-view you're going to do that for a show that you're expecting people to shell out money for tony unbelievable, bro. what the fuck man like i don't care if you don't I Honestly, it doesn't even bother me that you don't want to have a... That you don't care about making money for your company. That's not even the problem. Just do something like for the fans then. But, like, actually do something for the fans. Not just the 800,000 idiots who like thumbtack spots. Like, do something (laughs) for wrestling.
3: You're screwing around the fan base by doing this, man. By doing what you're saying. Hey... At the end of the day, does it actually say, you know, with WWE events and most pro wrestling events, does it say fucking card subject, subject to change with AEW? Because yeah. I don't think of it, oh, it does. Because yeah. I've thought i never really noticed it, to be honest, man.
5: Yeah, like when you buy your tickets, it says card subject to change, for sure. Because, I mean, but can you imagine the them not doing that?
3: Well, uh, yeah. But what about but on television? Because...
5: No, because on well, television, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they probably should no, they say should. something like they that for the television WWE Does. And you know the thing is is like is like I, I was trying to ex- I was trying to figure this out the other day, right? Cause I'm I'm trying to figure out exactly like why I'm so upset about it, right? And it's it's not just that I'm a fan,
3: it's right, because people thing. are
5: like, Why can't you just be a fan of the company? Why can't you just be a fan of wrestling, right? Like I see that all uh, the time online, especially Twitter, so right? Th- wrestling Twitter is fucking stupid. Right. Oh,
3: it's the worst, dude. The lowest. But it's
5: like I'm not I'm not a fan of AEW. I'm a customer. Right, exactly. I am a customer. Okay? I'm paying. I've got two t-shirts. I've been to two events. I've got a hat. You know, I am a customer of AEW. So, when you're putting out garbage product, I'm going to say this product is garbage. Okay? <laughs> That's my right as your customer. And that's one of the big problems with a lot of professional wrestling is they have a tendency to see the the people who watch them as fans. But we're customers. And yes, you do have to try to make us happy. That's your job.
3: No shit. Absolutely your job. But there's no transparency with this company. And that's what annoys me, dude like tk did you did you listen to his um media fucking not scrum after the you know the the media call for all out the one you know, before the event
5: no i no i tried no i tried it all in and i couldn't t- stand him so i i wasn't gonna pretend to even try for that one
3: well people asked him right <laughs> straight out about fucking you know what's going on with cm punk and whatnot and he Jack said Peele. we hope
5: to have the situation figured out by sunday
3: that's not what a boss fucking says, man. You don't say that shit. You, you either he's either suspended or he's not. Stop fucking around the fans by not even saying what what's going on. Just tell them the truth. Because at the end of the day, I think he's already made his mind up whether they're suspended or not, right? Yep. So just fucking come out, have some balls, and come out and say it. It's not hard, Tony. Not at it's all. It's not fucking hard. But then again. What do I know? This is the same guy that said last week in an interview that he enjoys um, people having friction. It's part of wrestling. Not every workforce, you know, or workplace, you know, people don't always get along, and it, you know, sometimes it's good for good matches. But the way you do things, Tony, it's not how bosses do shit. Everyone doesn't get along. Fuck, that's true. You're not going to get along with every human being on this fucking planet, right? It just that's how it is. Not everybody right. is compatible. You know what I mean? Right. And please, yeah, no. read Jinda's comment.
5: You're absolutely right. So Jinda Mahal has a, has a question here. He says, Customers are not all universal, so how can you make everyone happy? And the truth is, Jinda, you can't make everyone your uh customer. Okay. Um when customers come to you, what they expect is consistency. That is literally the number one <laughs> thing that you can have in any business. Okay. If I if you walk into a McDonald's, right, and you and you order a, a thing of fries, right? And a and a Big Mac, you expect to get a thing of fries and a Big Mac no matter where you are. When you're ordering, you expect you can get fries and a Big Mac and it's going to be the same fries and the same Big Mac every fucking time, right? Now there are people who do not like McDonald's, right? They are not your customers. Don't worry about them. And if they don't want the quality content that you're bringing, fine. Right? They're not fans. They're, 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 not, they're not your customers. They aren't gonna come to you. And if they do come right. to you, they're drunk or whatever, you know, they're gonna get exactly what they order because you as a company are consistent. Same thing 100%. with wrestling. Same thing with AEW. They need to be consistent. Give me a quality product, let me know what I'm watching, and then allow me to choose whether or not I want to keep whether or not I want to keep consuming that product. Okay. Right. The problem with AEW is that we keep getting promised oh, we're going to have filet mignon and we're going to have, you know, all this great stuff. And it's going to be this really fantastic meal, guys. We're going to have the biggest wrestling event of all time. We're going to have the greatest wrestling matches you've ever seen. We're going to have you know, a company where wins and losses are going to matter and we're not going to have fucked finishes and nobody's going to get automatic rematches for championships, etc., 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 etc. But then we don't get that. So you've promised me something and then not delivered. So you can't make everyone your customer, but you can make sure that your customers have nothing to complain about provided you're consistent
3: right no you're right and my point was like before before that not everyone gets along but but everyone can get along to work together right you just gotta put up with that person right or you avoid them Would you do whatever man if, if that if you can't stand that person punk though and it's not his fault his fault is that he cares too much right and that's yeah. probably ocd as well in many ways like shit just annoys him so i can relate to that like you know, just little shit, it would just keep annoying him, at the end of the day, Jack Perry is an immature little fuckhead, right, he shouldn't have said what he said on the camera, like, what he said, like, that's just, that's just bullshit, why, like, who the fuck do you think you are, man, why do you have to disrespect, he gave you advice, you fucking purviewed it, and now you're gonna get smart about it too, you know what I mean, that's why I don't understand these young up-and-coming next generation of, you know, so-called professional wrestlers, Right, because they're soft, and when I say soft, I mean soft, <laughs> like Enzo soft. Because they've got no balls. These guys have got no balls, and they just—they're ballers, Chris. They are—they are—they
5: are eunuchs. They, are, they, are they are like Varys <laughs> yeah. from Game of Thrones. Um <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I don't—I don't, I don't know—I don't know what to say about the situation anymore than has already been said, man. Like, it's—it's it's childishness, and it's just. You know, it. This is up. This is a hundred percent on the person in charge. If you're the guy in charge and you're letting this kind of shit happen, like if I'm Tony Khan, right? And I know that CM Punk has been through all of this shit with the fucking travel already. Travel coordinator's fired. I don't even care. I can find another fucking person to be a travel coordinator. There's got to be a thousand fucking travel coordinators out there or people willing and able to do the job of travel coordinator. So travel coordinator who's been fucking around with my number one star, who pissed him off gave him the wrong fucking number and had him wandering halfway around fucking london before he finally showed up to the biggest goddamn motherfucking event in the history of professional wrestling (laughs) if you're that travel coordinator you can fuck right off right now second one i don't even need to fucking have a conversation you you're fired okay punk listen i as soon as punk shows up i go punk listen Phil, listen. I'm sorry about that. That is absolutely unacceptable. You're 100% right. I've fired that guy. Okay, and I'm gonna make it up to you somehow. I'm gonna figure out some way to make it up to you, Phil. Okay, but for right now, that guy's been fired. All right, we'll we'll figure it out on the other end of things. Go out there and have a kick-ass match, and we'll we'll do that next. Okay. If the next thing that I'm watching on the monitors backstage is Jack Perry egg on CM Punk about something that I know has been a problem already in the fucking in the fucking company, Jack Perry is going to come back there. And as soon as his fucking head leaves that curtain, I swear to Christ, I'm to snatch him by his fucking hair and be like, Jack, you're fired. Get the fuck out of my arena
3: now. 100%. But no, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like Jinder says, make Phil happy with hookers and blow. I mean, shit. Yeah. Why not? But <laughs> Unfortunately, day, he's
5: straight edge, so you'd have to do right. it with something else. But yeah, fucking figure out a way <laughs> to make Phil happy if he's your biggest star and he's already been fucked around by your travel coordinator. Yeah, wow. you make sure See, Phil's happy.
3: This travel coordinator, whoever the fuck he was, right? At the end of the day, you should never let your personal feelings about someone get to you to the point that you do that that's just ridiculous right i don't even know why are they all marked hard at work for this fucking company Legit- legitimately all the production and imagine, fucking- imagine what would have
5: happened if if phil would have gone wandering around fucking london trying <sighs> to find his trying to find right. his spot and got stabbed and was in the hospital and one of the biggest matches on the biggest show of all time in professional wrestling had to be canceled like, imagine that shit. Imagine, yeah. imagine all of the shit that could have happened. He took a train too far out of town and he couldn't make his fucking match on the way back or whatever the fuck. Like, you don't know all of the things that could have possibly gone wrong with that situation. Like, again, instantly, that guy's fired. I don't give a fuck. Phil, 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 show me your phone. Okay, this number, it's the wrong number. Okay, I, I can see that you were that you were tweeted or emailed or whatever the wrong fucking phone number. You travel coordinator, you're fired. I'm sorry. We, we've already had a situation where you've where you've liked a post dissing the biggest fucking star in our company. Now you're fucking around with his travel. Now you're fucking up his travel on the night of the biggest show we've ever done. You are fired. Get the fuck out.
3: TK should fire himself at this fucking point. But yeah. But but again, I'm going to say one more thing, and we'll move on after that. Um, the only thing that doesn't look good with Punk is that he's the common denominator here. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he's the one that's always amongst the bullshit, which is fair enough because you know people are causing a lot of bullshit. But he needs to just stop giving a fuck at this point because no one cares in this company. I can understand why the veterans don't give any fucking advice anymore to these young fucks because they just don't care so why should
5: yeah i mean i kind of feel he like too phil much
3: He's just... too... i can relate i'm like I, that too
5: I, I kind of feel like phil should just, <laughs> just
3: do his thing quit
5: just worry quit. about himself I, I honestly think he should just quit because he can't he can't not care he breaches that's his not contract that's that's not in yeah well say he's fucking injured or whatever it's like saying it's like telling Bret hart
3: not to care
5: you know how hard that is for for a guy like Bret hart
3: right no you're right but again you know this shit wouldn't happen under vince's watch even though it did happen with brett and sean and there's a lot of hair pulling and sunny days you know if you know what i mean and and whatnot but you know, at the end of the day, he fucking screwed Brett in the end. Right? Yep. So, yeah, he did. If you don't have the balls to... F- and that's surprising because Vince should have had the balls to be straight up with him, which he was, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I could picture Brett also being not taking, you know, what Vince was saying as an answer, though, at the time. But at the end of the day, man... Well, do Brett something- had creative...
5: I mean, Brett had a
3: creative yeah, control in his he contract. He fucking did. That's another problem. You never Don't give sign him that. Con- right, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, that's... Yeah, that was Vince's fault for allowing that in the first place. But, yeah. Do something I don't fucking know, man. But either fire Jack Perry because no one cares. He sucks. He's shit. He'll never be anything. Let's be honest. He won't. Right? And Punk, again, be more fucking clear. Be transparent with your fan base, man. Either he's fired, either he's suspended... Or he's going to be at all out this coming Sunday. But you're not. You're avoiding the questions like he always fucking does. He only answers softball questions. Let's be real. That's what he does. Yep. It's why he doesn't like
5: Ariel Helwani.
3: Yeah, well, fuck you. Yeah, because Ariel Helwani was the one that put him on the spot. And that was as cringy as it was. I was happy that he did because no one else has the balls. And then he was calling him a shield, a WWE shield. Yeah, Dickhead, he does work for WWE. Didn't you know? (laughs) Like, yeah, and he, he would work does. for you
5: too if, if you wanted right. it. Like if you had paid him to come to if you had paid him to come to some fucking show in Montreal and been like, Yeah, we want you to do a voiceover I guarantee fuck it to you, he'd be like, All right, cool,
3: what are you paying me? And what am I saying? And, yeah, like Jinder says, feel from a different generation of how you handle things, right? It's old, he's old and school, bro. And that's the bro. thing. That I'm from mentality. that
5: generation, too. Like, I'm from that generation. If you've got a real fucking problem with me, okay, fine. We can fucking have a punch up. And then, you know, I'll buy you a beer right.
1: afterwards.
3: Right. But as long as he's not the one throwing first, that's the only thing that fucks him up generally, bro. Yeah, you know well, all right.
5: Speaking of things that are fucked up, let's get into dynamite because um, uh, I'm all kinds of confused as this fucking show begins. <laughs> so, so Moxley is up next, and I see that he's facing Commander in this match. Right, but that match doesn't have anything to do with what we're what's being set up. So we're no just assuming we're just assuming that Moxley is winning. Like he, even if Commander would have won, this wouldn't have changed anything. But hmm. Moxley is guaranteed a shot in the finals of what looks like a three-man tournament that includes the international champion Orange Cassidy and Penta facing each other. And the winner of that match is going to face John Moxley, and not that the two contenders are going to face each other, and then the winner of that is gonna face the champion. It's the other the, the champion has to defend his title tonight in order to make a date with the guy yes. who's waiting yes. for him during the pay per view.
3: Exactamundo, Chris. As a matter of fact, me and Jago will puzzle at the same situation. So how does a champion and now I hate fucking Andre Cassidy as champion, but how is the champion at a disadvantage? That doesn't make sense, bro. That's not how you do things. Champions are never at a disadvantage. That does it. Just that's not how it works. So Moxie now is at advantage to win the damn thing. Let's be real, right?
5: I, that's, I it's just it's so. Was no confusing. was It's so confusing because, like, if you have watched any combat sports in your life, any combat sports, like any fuck, you you watched boxing right. for six months, you watched MMA for three fucking weeks, right? You, you'll understand that that isn't how things are done. Contenders fight Mm -hmm. each other in order to prove who the number one contender is so that they can face the champion. That's how numbers work. That's how combat Mm -hmm. sports has always worked. This company is trying to tell me that (laughs) Orange Cassidy needs to face Penta so that he can have a match against Moxley at the pay-per-view But the match that we had tonight with Moxley meant nothing for anybody at all. Even if Moxley lost this match, he was still going to get his shot at all out,
3: right? Correct. That's how it goes, bro. This is AW, bro. There's no reasons, no reasons for doing things and where your champions are at a disadvantage. Legit. Like, he has to go through the ringer. Why? This company. Not that I don't agree with it because I can't stand Orange Cassidy, but you know what I'm saying? Like, really, why? Like, why does he have the bad end of the stick when he's been your fighting champion, realistically, right? I not? don't know.
5: We'll we'll get into that too a little later about some of the stupid fucking shit he said on this show. Anyway, Moxley gives Commander way too much offense, including falling oh out of the corner. God, he yes. fell he fell off the corner as Commander was leaning back in order to hit him with a headbutt. So, that's that's right. that's some kind of fucking magical force powers that Commander has where he just I guess stared at Moxley who jumped off the fucking corner. That's uh that's pretty impressive. Uh, mm. Stuff there Very Uh They exchanged strikes at one point and uh let me just There's an 80 pound fucking weight difference and they exchanged strikes Jimmy mm-hmm. like standing there exchanging strikes in spite of an 80 pound fucking weight difference
3: doesn't matter moxley wins via right. sleeper
5: hold into an arm bar and, and this was so stupid on about six different fucking levels jimmy uh,
3: fuck like oh dude i was saying like i was saying to d funny enough i go as we're watching the match okay this match should be two seconds but it won't be yeah. but it should be an absolute fucking like squash Moxley should have just destroyed him but no, God. we get a fucking contest bro i mean bro Who the fuck is Commander,
5: bro? I'm supposed to take him serious. Do you remember that time when Brian Christopher and The Undertaker had like a 16-minute match to start Raw?
3: Oh, of course, bro. That was cool. I mean, shit. That was the coolest, bro. I mean, Too Cool was the coolest. They were. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Orange Orange Cassidy...
5: Orange Cassidy next says he's not sure how many times he's defended his championship. And, you know, we hear that all the time in combat sports, don't we, Jimmy? I mean, remember that time when Bernard Hopkins didn't even remember (laughs) how many title defenses he had? That was fun. (laughs) Tony, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't even remember him. Yes, you do. And if you don't, you've got somebody around you going, hey, champ, you know, you've defended it 18 times. And if you don't, then what the fuck even is this? Of course you've got somebody who knows how many fucking title defenses you've had. It's fucking
3: ridiculous. Mm, It's annoying, dude. And the more I, I, I see this, that's why, like, I'm I'm telling you, bro, like, sometimes we give this company the benefit of the doubt. You know when we come up with shit, like, sometimes on our review shows, we were like, oh, yeah, this is what's going to happen because it makes sense, right? Yeah. But now we got to, like, like pause for a minute before we say that because it never goes the way we say it anymore because this company doesn't think, like, does not literally think common sense, bro. They like, just not don't. at all. They don't know how to at all, bro. I don't know if it's a rib at this point, and I doubt it is, but I'm hoping it is at least because all you're you're showing me is that this company is run by a bunch of dumb cunts straight up.
5: Yeah, I mean, it really is. Um, Anyway, next up here, there's a video of FTR and the Bucks from All Out or from All In, I guess. Um, And the, the FTR and the Bucks were showing each other respect for the match that they had and then the bullet club show up and business picks up. Jay White says, "Uh this is the winners room so the Bucks can kick it. Maybe they can even sick super kick it on out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. out. This <laughs> is for winners. This is the winners locker room." Jay White is money. I am sold on Jay White. You finally
3: like, sold? You're sold. I'm I'm finally. all the way
5: sold. I am I am all Lynn on jay white like, that guy <laughs> yes. that guy's got my fucking he's got my vote i want to see more jay Thank white
3: god you finally um, seen the light it took a while i mean but i don't blame you because you never really saw his shit before that right but and it took them a while to actually start showing some personality with him because really for the first six weeks what was he doing nothing
5: nothing at all was, yeah i mean
3: they didn't they, He didn't talk he didn't do shit
5: no. And what? he's he's fantastic. Like really and truly a he's a wonder. V- like this 30 seconds of him might have been the best might have been the best 30 seconds of the whole show. It might have been the only 30 <laughs> seconds of the whole show that I wasn't disappointed in.
3: Right. I won't argue that because I think you're right. Believe it or not. That's which is fucking sad. But honestly, dude, Jay White is a natural. It took him years though. Actually, I won't say he's a natural because it took him years to get to this Switchblade character, right? But when he did, and when he found his niche... Dude, I'm telling you, man. He's he's such a great douchebag. Like, it, I don't know, man. Like, you'll like him. The more and more you start seeing him, I'm telling you now, you'll like him even more. And he just gets it, bro. I mean, say what you want about Japan, right? They really know how to teach their wrestlers, like, how to become an actual pro wrestler, bro. That's the one thing that New Japan and just Japan in general, are really good at it. Especially they put them through the paces in the dojos where they have to live there, bro. they got to leave, like, live, breathe, and shit professional wrestling when you go through that system, bro. And that's the right. one positive. You can say what you want about Japanese wrestling, but they know how to do that shit, bro. They know how to turn wrestlers into stars. For example, AJ. AJ wouldn't be where he's at if it wasn't for Japan. Not TNA. Japan. Trust me when I tell you that. B didn't care when he was in TNA. They cared once he was in Japan, bro.
5: He was already pretty great in TNA.
3: But oh, I loved him in yeah, TNA. He's listen, one of my favorites over the years, man. Like, legit. Like, no, he listen, was really Jay one White, of my
5: favorites. Jay White is money. I love that guy. Um, they do a package of Soraya winning in London. Um, and then Tony Cakes is now playing a 50s starlet who's high on heroin. Her eyes were, <laughs> were very closed like this and during she- the first part of the conversation. Yeah. Um,
3: and she was Australian suddenly again. You know how she's been going through the British accent and then the Australian accent type of deal? All yeah. this time was well, all she Australian. said she
5: said she said things on and Wembley went tits up, which I laughed at, about yeah. okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, well instead of belly up, it's tits up. Tits well, up. And that's definitely an Australian thing to say.
5: She says she can't trust anybody anymore. She can't trust Soraya. She can't trust Ruby Soho. She walks off mumbling and says, I can't trust this shoe and then she throws the shoe at Renee. Um I like that. Yeah, listen. I've seen people say that this is that this is like her best work. I, I, I like Tony Storm is a lot. Like, I like this character. I like the potential in this character, right? Because I think now, that there's something that I they could do that to would fruition. be really fun.
3: Right. Because now is I we're going to see it. Finally, I don't
5: think they're going to do. I I don't think they're going to get more than about five percent out of this idea. Because oh, I was no. talking, I, I was talking to some of the guys. Um, today from uh, like online or whatever, right? I was talking to somebody and they were saying that they really like this. And I said, look, they're getting about 5% out of it. What I'd really love to see is a 30 second video where Tony Storm is like First of all, you have a 30 second video, shoot it in film noir, right? So it's black and white. It looks oh, like the old, right. you know, the old kind of, you know, uh, movies, right? right? And you have her playing the starlet who's searching for a detective, but she finds, but she, but she realizes,
3: like LA Noir, the game now.
5: But she realizes <laughs> she can't trust anybody and she has to be her own detective. And then you, right. you've got her talking over you know, in the background or whatever. And then you see like one of those boards where the strings all go to the pictures. Right. And yeah. all the strings lead to a picture of Soraya. Right. <laughs> and that's like, that's, that's the, the Tony storm thing. Right. And Tony's like, Number that's who suspect. I need to go after. Right. Number <laughs> one suspect. Right. And then you have her lose the the program to Soraya cause she doesn't need to win it. Right. And then, and then you have, you know, the next, the next uh, video we see from Tony storm is, is her and she's on the docks, you know, she's on the docks and it's in black and white still film noir. (laughs) Right. And she's looking for clues. Right. And she's trying to figure out, you know, who was it, you know, at the scene of, at the scene of the crime where I lost (laughs) my championship. Right. You know, whose fault really was it when she finds a piece of piece of cloth and she holds it up and she's like, aha, it's a, it's a piece of cloth that's sky blue. And obviously it's gray to us because it's all shot in black and white, right? But it's right, that right. that makes it a funny moment, right? And then you go with you go somewhere with it. That would be great. They they could actually get something out of this character. Otherwise, it's just her talking funny and and throwing shoes, which is with fine. No substance,
3: right? But there's no substance. <laughs> but now there wasn't substance before, to be fair, right? Because she just became this for no real reason, right? Mm. But now that Soraya has kind of turned on her, right? It actually makes more sense now that she's starting to lose the plot. So, I know we give it the benefit of the doubt every fucking time, but we're probably going to be wrong because it's AEW. Now I expect to see actual substance on why she's becoming the way she's becoming. Because Soraya and Ruby Soho and whatnot, you know, she can't trust him. But the sad truth is, Chris, like you said... They're probably gonna do five percent of what they could have done, and that's the reality, which is fucking annoying. I hope we're wrong, but you're more than likely gonna be right with what you said. Yeah, and there's a shit
5: ton of potential there. I just don't imagine that they're gonna that they're gonna make use of it. Um
3: And jinder brings up actually a good point. If it was in black and white, these AEW virgin switches <laughs> won't relate. He's probably right. That's the real that's the reality. Okay, well then we educate. Your Japan question. (laughs) I'm not saying American market has got nothing to do with the fans. I'm talking about their system on how they bring up wrestlers. If you saw uh, Jinder, if you saw Jay White before he became the Switchblade, he was just nothing. For example, just saying. Anyway, fuck
5: Japan. Um Chris Jericho comes out next. Uh, all 3000 people in the arena are happy to see him, so he thanks the fans for their love. Um Yeah. Jericho wants to have a chat with Sammy Guevara who comes out. Chris says he's sorry to Sammy for not embracing him after the pay-per-view. It was just a really heated moment and he was upset that he hadn't gotten the win, etc. Uh Sammy says, "Don't worry about it, Chris. A little push isn't going to break up their friendship." And then Chris says he isn't sure what he could have done to beat Osprey. Uh, you know, maybe if he would have cinched up a little harder, <laughs> maybe if he would have moon salted a little bit stronger, maybe if Sammy yeah. could have hit him a little harder with the bat. Maybe I don't maybe. know.
2: <laughs>
5: they argue like a father and a disappointed who's disappointed in his son. It's super fucking lame. They're basically trying to redo uh, MJF and and uh, and Adam and, Cole. Uh,
3: Cole, yeah
5: it's not it's not working this isn't fun they basically get around to it that they're gonna face FTR for the tag titles so that's how that Nobody ended
3: do. and they're gonna lose and they're gonna blame each other this is so obvious a fucking little fucking a kindergarten kid could fucking book this shit
5: yes and probably <laughs> oh, do <no>. better
3: <laughs> Jinder says Chris Joko is turned into Leaf Garrett oof Oof. you know what dude he doesn't care anymore have you noticed he's embracing his white hair
5: he's embracing the white hair and the belly fat and just everything fuck it, Chris Jericho up, has it. Fuck it.
3: <laughs> just do you blame him being in this company but he seems fucking happy
5: he's he's totally happy he's yeah. loving himself anyway john yeah. moxley Literally. uh gives a gives a, a promo package backstage he talks about how you know oh, lots of guys in this company they bark a lot, mm. but but yeah, you know, I bite and I'm gonna bite <laughs> at the pay per view and it's gonna be I'm gonna bite and uh, I just thought to myself, all right, now we're now we're building something. We're gonna get a program with Larry the Dog next,
3: right? <laughs> CM Punk's yes. dog
5: is gonna show up.
3: Oh yes, maybe like Why fuck not? you.
5: Watch how hard
3: <laughs> I bite. John <laughs> Yeah, that's a real dog. Literally. A real dog. I was like, fuck this promo, bro. Like, seriously, you're full of shit, John. You're all bark. All right? And the only biting you do is when your fucking missus is fucking smashing you with a dildo while you're biting the fucking pillow, bro. He's just biting I'm telling down. you. He's, he's biting you. He's like, yeah, Renee. Give it to me harder, Renee. My ass is like yeah. too loose.
5: <laughs> stick a thumbtack in my ass while you're doing
3: uh, oh, it. Oh, Jesus. Christ. Now you went too far. <laughs> now you heck, you'll be like, heck, fuck it. Just stick the whole bag in my ass, <laughs> Renee. Oh,
5: just break a light tube over me right as I'm, uh, right as I'm uh, finishing.
3: Why do I think that could be s- sort of true? They would fucking do weed shit like that. But Jinder said it. <laughs> jinder that was a great comment bro larry the dog aw kibble and bits champ yeah. why not they can
5: have a they can have a three-way with brody king
3: <laughs> 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 oh no you can have a four-way you know you can add vick steiner yeah yeah. heck you can even have a five-way with Bron breaker too That's right.
5: all of them all of them can <laughs> have you can all <laughs> figure out who's got the bigger bite um well next up, Ooh. uh Jimmy, since you've been talking about Japan, next up, Jimmy has a match for the uh New Japan Overweight Championship against <laughs> Fat Edward. That's cool. <sighs>
3: was it was it? that was that a title match? I'll watch the match, but was it really? Yeah.
5: It was for it the was, never for
3: open weight it was for
5: the New Japan Overweight Championship. <laughs> That's what I have
3: I'll, I'll give you that, Chris. It's called the Never Open Weight Championship. And if you're confused i don't blame you why do you know why it's called that
5: i have no, have fucking no idea. idea
3: because I'll they put explain. the belt
5: on fat edbert and they had to no, 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 make up you know, a new weight class for him yeah
3: but you're right but do you know why it's called the never open Weight and not the iwgp open weight championship no because a uh, new japan was going to start a new promotion called never no shit right and okay. it didn't come to fruition in the end. It just didn't happen. So instead of like getting rid of the belts, they decided to just keep them in New Japan, even though it's named after a promotion they was supposed to start with that never came into fruition in the end, but they already had made the belts. So they just went along with it. Confusing? Yes. But yeah, so there you have it. That's why we've got a bunch of never belts, including tag belts.
5: All right. Well, I couldn't give much of a fuck about this match, Jimmy. Did you win?
3: No. Well, it depends who oh. you're talking about. uh you calling me? F- I know who you're calling me, for fuck. <laughs> hey. now fuck these two guys. You know what? I didn't mind Willie Uda in the match. Actually, he did. seems all right. I've noticed. Um, hey, who's this guy? Big Mark McGee. Hey, I'm Big Mark McGee. Hello, Mark. What's up, Mark? Why do I have a feeling what I... is that RFK in the background there, Junior? Does it kinda look like looks you... like them, I guess. It yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like... RFK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's I bet you we know who this fucking idiot is, but um who do you think it is? Could be anyone.
5: I it's big mark mcgee he's a he's a new fan and welcome (laughs) welcome to the show big mark um you're gonna fit in right you're gonna fit in fucking great on an aew review show if you're a big mark that's (laughs) that's great
3: (laughs) don't don't blow the the gasket because we're just gonna all right so you're gonna have to
5: explain you're gonna have to explain something to me uh what's that wheeler um (laughs) why
3: (laughs) you motherfucker
5: why do you keep losing matches? Because you're wasting time playing to the crowd. Like, if you're if you're supposed hmm. to be a serious pro wrestler and your whole thing is like, I'm serious because I'm in the BCC with the serious wrestlers. I'm not yeah. an amateur. They're I'm exactly I'm a, I'm serious. Why do you keep playing to the crowd and losing matches, Wheeler? Why Why is that? And also, welcome uh, to the show.
3: Oh, uh, really. Uh, Really? I shouldn't even answer that fucking question because I have no idea. I'm not Wheeler. Uh, He's a fucking (laughs) idiot. I've got a much deeper voice than he does. Even when I was in high school, I had a fucking deeper voice. My balls dropped many fucking moons ago. Unlike this guy, he's what? Is he in his late 20s at this point? Is he still in his 20s? I have no idea. I don't care enough
5: to look it up. Um, Anyway, he was. He's not a bad
3: worker, though, but he doesn't know how to work the crowd, like you said.
5: Yeah, I mean, his wrestling is just fine. He can do the moves yeah, without hurting great. anybody.
3: Right. And and, he and he's not doing fucking... Cool.
5: He, he didn't do back-to-back-to-back Canadian Destroyers oh, with no don't, cells. So Don't even go there,
3: bro. That fucking match. Uh, again, yeah. duh, we'll get to that, but yeah. Oh, and All apparently right, McGee. So... <laughs> yes, thank you. I heard you guys are big marks, too. Not as big as you, Mark. Clearly. That's right. I am I am Mark
5: Jackson, and that is my <laughs> that is my podcasting partner, Mark Jackson. Mark
3: Jackson. <laughs> so we're all marks, literally. Three of us. triple M. There you Sweet. go. <laughs> all right.
5: So Claudio comes out and he walks around the ring so that he can help Wheeler. He doesn't even look at Eddie because he's fat and disgusting and he doesn't want to look
3: at fat disgusting. Do you blame Eddie, him? So do you blame him? No, I don't. <laughs> well, jeez. <laughs> Fuck both these guys. They should both be out of the company for crying out loud.
5: Uh, I, what do you mean out of the company? I thought that Fat Edbert was the never overweight champion so f- of uh, uh, dude, New Japan.
3: I am still puzzled at the fact that New Japan actually wanted this guy to actually wrestle in the G1. The G fucking one. You got to be fit as fuck to go through that, man. Really. He's anything but. Yep. He's a fat So fuck. why? Why would you... Why would you I don't get it bro. I just don't get it.
5: I don't get it either. Uh anyway, we get a recap of All In again for like the 12th time the already. The biggest
3: show in the history of professional wrestling.
5: Jimmy, did you know that 81,000 people bought tickets to All In? I I wow, just listen, really? I understand that nobody else knows that because I, you know, oh, I'm in the, bi- you know, I've got go? friends in the biz, right? Like I've got <laughs> friends who are actually in the biz. Got, they gave me the, they gave me the Iggy. They gave me the Iggy, bro, that 81,000 people bought tickets to All In. Little known fact, but
3: that's true. Wow. Wow, congratulations. The biggest. It's huge. It is the biggest professional wrestling event in the history of professional wrestling, even though the dumb cunt admitted also there was a lot of comp tickets because technically what they don't want to tell you anymore, you'd think they'll still be pushing it, but technically there was like 90,000 people there, but 81 were paid and the rest were comps yeah mm. so
5: they, they they couldn't even they they had to let a ten thousand people in for free that's awesome <laughs> yeah um the biggest good for them mox and cole were back or sorry max mjf and cole were backstage Jax. after after the night that they had and, and there's going to be tournaments uh there's going to be a tournament to, to for the number one contender for the ring of honor tag championships because <laughs> all know. the tag sure? teams want those belts and uh yeah and there's going to be a a tournament for the world title contender so just cool tournaments all over the fucking place jimmy
3: i've said this numerous occasions but it fucking feels like every second week and i'm there's no exaggeration there's either a tournament or a fucking battle royale of some sort for a number one contenders fucking thing but then you have moxley becoming number one contender for no reason anyway i digress the point is why is this guy that fucking again is he that dumb like is he dumb that he can't th- no really it's a fucking serious question like how do you have so many tournaments every second week or, or battle royales like how is that the best you can come up with i don't know what i'll do Let's fucking have a tournament or a fucking battle royal to make our number one content. Like, is that is that how you do things all the time? Does he realize he's doing this? That's what I want to know.
5: I don't think he realizes anything, at, like, for most, for the most part. I think he's usually pretty numb from the coke that he's that he's snorting. Because
3: <laughs> wow. I don't I It's got to yeah. be. But really, it's got to see. Again, anything that makes sense in my own head, is this guy is really binging, bro, on that shit. And I mean, binging, bro, like snorting it. Every- He's got to be, bro, because you can't be that dumb. You just can't, bro.
5: He's proving me wrong. I used to think you couldn't be that dumb. But anyway, back from break, Adam Cole comes to the ring. Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? Not me. <laughs> me either. Cole talks about All In for a minute before Roddy comes down to the to the ring with the kingdom Roddy is mad because Adam cares more about Max's neck and doesn't care about Roddy's neck um, oh, fuck Mike Bennett thank god takes the microphone uh, <laughs> I guess it's story time with Mike Bennett now so. he says he says they were friends in ROH and Adam was at Mike's wedding and they have they've wrestled at a bunch of places nobody's ever fucking heard of and uh, <laughs> that's yeah. true They're mad. They're mad because Adam seems like he's he doesn't pay any attention to them anymore. And uh, as soon as he got successful, he he didn't he didn't care about his friends. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Bennett's (laughs) promo skills are good. That was solid promo.
3: Even though Roddick Strong was part of WWE, he was never part of the main roster. Which you know, Mike Canales. Yeah, I'll say it. At least you know you. You know, he became a better promo guy once he was in WWE. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. I mean, Roderick Strong just sucks. Great in the ring. What's his personality? Who is he?
5: Bro, he'd he'd be great as like a European champion. Like, just put him in that role. I'm not even joking. I mean, literally, like, put him in that role where he's just there to show up and work and have good matches. Roddy Strong is a fun guy to have on a card. He can give you a really good mid-card match. You know he, he's he's a very exciting wrestler. Exciting. Every single time he takes a microphone, I cringe. Like,
3: and ugh. Dude, how long does he have this neck brace for? I get it. it's. I guess he's trying to be funny, haha. Right? He's trying to be carny. You know that typical wrestling carny bullshit where let's oversell the fucking injury, dude. You're you're not injured anymore. <laughs> Stop it. It's not even funny. Like it's just it's just dumb. You know what I mean?
5: Like, just enough. It's aggressively dumb, dude. The other guy from the kingdom, I don't know who he is, calls Adam Cole a leech. Sure, that guy. Um, (laughs) And Adam says he's sorry about treating the ROH guys like that. But Adam needs them to respect that not only is MJF Adam's friend, he's Adam's best friend. And Roddy is just angry, and he says, no. No. Not today. I'm not gonna hear you say that. You love me. Remember when I made you come real hard that time? <laughs> ah, I yeah. I love you, Adam, Gosh, and you yeah. love me more than you love anybody else. Sorry, that wasn't exactly the Ooh. that wasn't exactly like the verbiage, but it's pretty close to, <laughs> to what they were getting at. Well, yeah,
3: I feel sexual tension. These guys all fucking want to fuck each other, bro. I'm convinced. My dad. This is this so... garbage. Whoa. Garbage. I mean, honestly, like it's it's yeah. pathetic, dude. I don't. It like was, this. as
5: they say in Spanish, basura.
3: <laughs> what does that mean? Garbage, trash. Oh, literally. Oh, say that again, basura. Basura. Ah, so basura. Mm-hmm. You gotta roll your R's a little bit, right? Like basura. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. The uh, by the way, the the common Los Angeles uh, Spanish slang
3: is chafa that means trash. Really? Yeah. Okay, you know what it is in Greek? What? Skupidia. Scoopedia. That's Sweet. it. Well, and is just trash. Skupidia is like, you know, a lot of trash.
5: Okay. Well, Roddy Strong was Skupidia in this fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. segment. Um, he's again, he's a good worker. I'm not saying he's not good in the ring cuz he is, but this right. was he's miscast here. They, they want him to be they want him to play a bigger role than he's capable of playing. It's like, it's yeah, right. It's like if somebody bought WCW in nineteen ninety eight and was like, "Man, you know who's a really good worker and should be in a world championship? You know, feud for like for, for in front of the crowd, like during the main events, and taking the microphone all the time. Dean Malenko should be a world champion in this company.
3: <laughs> no." Sure. Hey, I was a fan of his, though, I won't lie, at the time. But then I found out he was a big douche by numerous wrestlers. Dean, so, yeah.
5: Dean's great, but world champion?
3: No. Nah. You small, have man. to
5: be able to cut a fucking promo.
3: But you know what? Yeah, and he couldn't do that. But you know what? He was still more believable than most of these fucking roster. That's the irony, dude. He was small, but he looked like he could kick your ass still, dude.
5: Yep. For sure. Um all right so next up here we've got uh Penta with a really stupid pro- pro, uh, promo alongside Abrahentes.
3: Mm. Um if anyone the same room, you hurt like, them, like, my brother
5: and i will hurt you uh, <laughs> zero miedo.
3: Yeah. Ah. Cry me a fucking miedo. Seriously That's... like i'm over it dude. And like the big Mark McGee says in the chat, AEW is trying to cram crap resting down our throats. Do you know what cram is backwards? <laughs> Mark! <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucking Mark is too smart for his own good too. I'll give you that. That was a good one. Very Solid good. Mark. Never thought of that. That was, that was a real Mark thing to do and say. I like it. Fantastic. Um, Anyway,
5: next up here, we've got a mixed tag match as uh, Shida, Baker, and Statlander face the mixed team of a a fat Asian lady, someone who (sighs) forgot their shoes, and a dude.
3: (laughs) Amy Sakura, you're talking about?
5: Was that that the fat Asian lady or the one who forgot their shoes? Or is that the name of the dude?
3: Was there a dude? I'll be honest, man. I I wasn't watching this match at all. I was like, fuck this.
5: It's a big dude had a flap over his penis and everything. It was weird. Is he
3: Asian? Oh, that dude. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The one that's got the flap over his penis. Sure, right. Yeah. Um, why got a was dick this cover. match even a thing? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> right. like, book the women's division better. That's another story. Book the, book the
5: women's division better doesn't mean book the women's division more often. Those aren't the same things. Like, fucking do it right. Don't just do it more. Like, more of the shit that we've gotten in the past is not better booking.
3: Right. It's fucking dumb, bro. I don't care. Couldn't care less. There's nothing for me to say other than most of these bitches are trash.
5: All right. So, Stats continues to suck. But she was against Marina Shafir. So, that... Might not have been her fault this time. Oh, um, Jesus, there's a Brighton. spot here where the heels all stand around looking up at Statlander, waiting for her like a bunch of quails. Um, <laughs> and then Stat wins with a tombstone pile driver. Uh, but Baker had accidentally kicked Sheeta during the match, so Ruby Soho jumps Statlander and takes the title up to the ramp and just leaves it there. And uh, I, I that was the end of the segment. The only question I have is. Why does Statlander stuff say more than a woman? Shouldn't that be Nyla Rose's gimmick?
3: <laughs> it should. And more than a woman. What does that even mean? Is she a, is she a guy? I I mean, again, I didn't know What's that What's more Statlander, than a woman? But... No, no, but really. Like, again, remember how I said everyone that's in this company pretty much are full of dumb cunts? I truly mean yeah. it. Yeah. So what does more than a woman mean? Do you know? Because I don't.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, like they're talking about the biological fact that men are okay. Better so she's than more
3: women, than a woman. So. so if that's the case, Chris, that, does that make her a male then?
5: Yeah. No, exactly. That's exactly what
3: it is. So, what the fuck? So you're you're not an alien anymore. Now you're a man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, she was mum last week. I guess a deaf one. And a now she can be daddy one. <laughs> if you did that, maybe I'll get on. You know, I'll get on the train for that. Not that type of train.
2: I was going to say dirty you're going to get on the train. Not that, you? you dirty fuck! That train. <laughs> Your
3: Greek <laughs> no, is no. showing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Anyway, the point is, I don't know what the fuck she is. She was an alien, and then she's not. She was from Andromeda, and then she's from New York. Now she's more than a woman. So she's I,
5: more than a woman. That's
3: I have right. no idea what the fuck this thing is.
5: All right. Well, uh backstage, we see Don Callis giving TaKesh just some pointer for his match against Kenny Omega. He's pointing nice. out the injuries that Kenny's had to his shoulder, to his hip, to his neck, etc. Do more of this move, etc. This was fine if it would have seemed like they were actually having like a strategy session. Like if this would have seemed like, you know when you get like you know like the backstage stuff from like NFL games where the coach is like going over stuff with his right. with his with his guys i would have been just fine with that like that would have been cool but you're showing me exactly what he's going to be focusing on during the match so like if i'm kenny i've just watched this and i know what you're going to try to do to me in the match so
3: bad and, call not just bad call but he but they'll saying it on worldwide live television because that's how you do your shit right like you want your opponent to know i guess that's
5: right yeah if i if if i'm if i'm getting ready to have the biggest match of my career i'm definitely going to be discussing with my coach in front of the cameras a week before exactly what i'm planning on doing in order to win that match for sure bro
3: again where's the fucking common sense Oh, well, that's right. We're watching AEW. There's no common sense.
5: No common sense whatsoever. Uh, None. More that's than a true. woman was a great song by the BGS. Thank you, Big Mark McGee. That is that is pretty much right. Um, so, speaking of being more than a woman, the acclaimed come out next uh, with the trios titles, uh, and uh, cool. they're gonna debut new trios titles cuz the yeah, yeah. the old ones you know they've had those trio titles in that company for so long at this point like they've been around forever right like they're they're an ancient they're 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 starting to look really old cuz i mean the rest of the world has passed by these titles that have been in existence for 13 months um
3: <laughs> if that right
5: the new belts by the way they are um they're pink, and they have... Uh,
3: they are? I didn't see the pink... They, oh, they got scissors on them?
5: Really? They've got scissors, yeah. They've, oh, they've so got,
3: want those belts now. I'm gonna they've got them.
5: scissors that do this at the back. They, the, the back, they, they. you can do that with them. So
3: wait, they connect like that? You can connect. No, you so just... Wait, wait. You, can do, you strap No, them? they
5: don't connect. The straps still have to strap. But uh. if you want to take them off and just scissor, <laughs> you can scissor
3: with them. Damn, damn. Well, that's a fucking an opportunity missed. They should have made yeah. them sort of hard like dildos, and so that way they can scissor each other in the back. You know what I mean? Anyway, they're pink, so Brett <laughs> must love these. Pink is the color of this company, bro. It just is. It really is. I mean, it is.
5: All right. Next up here, we get a bunch of tag teams with five-second promos uh, leading into the tag title tournament. Everybody cool. everybody talks about how they want to win, Jimmy. and that's it uh penta (laughs) versus orange cassidy is the main event zero miedo um everybody moves really quickly and isn't trying to do anything that would help them win the match they're just doing stuff fast but not going for pins or submissions or trying to hurt the other guys zero miedo um hands in pockets allows cassidy to get in a little offense zero miedo uh, there's some dives and cool moves, but nobody makes me believe they're competing because they're just doing cool moves. And again, they're not actually trying to compete. It doesn't look like they're trying to win a match. Zero Miedo. Zero Miedo. Yep. Um, <laughs> who's the face and who's this? And who's the heel in this match? Like I'm trying to figure out: is conclusion. one of these guys good? Is one of these guys bad? And they just don't make it clear at all. Zero Miedo.
3: Can I say um, yeah, exactly? Yeah. <laughs> Zero Middles, the face and the heel here, bro.
5: Yeah. It, that, <laughs> sure, yeah, fine. That's that, that works. That were that works for me. Uh both guys no sell Canadian destroyers, so we see three in a row before anyone falls down. And uh at this point, PD Williams owes me an apology. Zero Middle.
3: Owes you an apology. He owes
5: <laughs> me an apology. Because I keep having to see this fucking move eighteen thousand times.
3: Spammed spammed bro and I'm not talking about a can of spam I'm talking about spam literally <laughs> like it's Canadian destroyers <laughs> fuck me bro and why that's one of the coolest fucking moves I've ever seen in my life why Miedo, would bro, you not why? that let that be a finish I want to know how this went down we know that Penta's not that good at speaking English so Pockets would have been like so I'm gonna do a destroyer. You're going to follow it up with another destroyer. While Uno, I canadiano, destroyer-o. Dose,
5: <Tres> canadiano, <laughs> destroyer-o. Trace, canadiano, destroyer Okay? Me entiende? No,
3: no, 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 no. Okay, bueno. <laughs> <Capisce>? <laughs> uh Do you understand? <sighs> well, no fucking... Penta oh, so lands a package
5: pile driver on the apron for a two count, package. zero miedo. Oh, zero miedo. And then he picks him up again and he lands another package pile driver for a two count, zero miedo. And uh, and of course, after three Canadian destroyers and two package pile drivers, the end of the match is a roll-up.
3: Zero miedo. <laughs> Uh, that's the new one now From now on He's gonna be the new What thing <laughs> That's what she said What the fuck Are you saying Zero uh, miedo Big Mark That's that's Zero miedo. No fear Mark You gotta watch this shit With no fear bro Otherwise No fear You're gonna be spooked <laughs> Yes No fear Fuck this match It sucked Oh <sighs>
5: terrible and, listen basic wrestling logic the finish of the match has to be more impressive than the rest than of a the fucking match
3: destroyer especially And but it was a roll-up did you say
5: you build to the finish
3: not you houses, build. but not houses no right black houses but you but you build right like sort of like houses but you know yeah, no fear. No fear. Like I said, you got to go in deep, bro. Deep. But yeah, this show sucked. You know what? I'm going to say this show was the worst of the year. And we've given a lot of ifs.
5: It's not over yet, Jimmy. Uh, Orange Can we Cassidy, go
3: FF? Orange oh, Cassidy sitting
5: it. in the middle of the ring with a microphone. He's
3: tired yeah, and he's he did, hurt. But he's right, the yes.
5: champ and he's here. the The international championship is aew uh he was told that he sucked a lot by a lot of people but he's proven them all wrong and he's now proven that Um. if a billionaire's son really deeply and truly wants to fuck you you can be successful in wrestling even if you're terrible and look like you're on meth so moxley comes down to the ring and they have a stare down to end the night this fucking yeah. show sucked, Jimmy.
3: Yeah, fuck this show, man. Fuck this show. This was dragging for me. When you text me, I was oh. like, yeah, let's just do it. Now. <laughs> I had enough, but I had it in the background as we are doing the show. So I saw bits and pieces of the end. I didn't hear what he said, but I didn't have to because I already got the gist. The gist is, you know what? I'm expecting him to go away. I'm expecting him to lose at All Out. And I'm expecting him to take a, I guess, if you want to call it a well-earned break, bro. Kind of from, z- your earned from your oh, lips to God's
5: ears. From your lips to God's ears. Orange Cassidy, fucking Lord. off for a little bit, please, 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 please. please. But... Listen, God, God, please, okay. And if you're and if you're Spanish, por favor, uh, <laughs> por
3: favor.
2: let this happen. And if you're
3: Greek, okay, you're... <laughs> say, ignore me, say, ignore me, please. Like I'm begging you, any language, Oops, it doesn't matter, to Allah, to Muhammad, to Ali, to, to Yashua, to Buddha, or to, what's, what's his name, what's the Indian one is it again, Ashnu, whatever the hell, Krishna, Krishna, to Krishna, Krishna as well, to whoever did that is that he's out there, please <laughs> make it happen, but if it does happen, you know what I'll do though next time, I'd make him come back as a total heel, man.
5: Absolutely, yeah.
3: And maybe I might get into him after that. Maybe. Yeah. <sighs> well, zero miedo, zero right. miedo. After, That's right, zero miedo. But yeah, if we're gonna, if we're yeah, exactly, zero miedo, Biggie Mark Marco. We're we gonna call you since we're talking Espanol. The pro, the point is, man, fuck this show. It's a double triple F for me. One too many Canadian destroyers. Or, like the kids like to call it, the Panama Sunrise. No, it's not. Just saying. Fuck this show, bro.
5: Fuck this show to hell. um Yeah. Yep. <laughs> F- Jimmy, where can F-F-F- the people find you between now and next week?
3: I'm dreading it, dude, because fuck. There's also Rampage. Fuck. Where you can find me? I'm not sure anymore. Anymore, nah, you can find me on the X, the Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at DJ Mass Effects, and also you can find us at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC where you can find all our shows, and also like and subscribe at channelattitude.com, where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of wrestling. That includes Stevie Richards, the Ayatollah himself, Big Kamin, Vince Russo, Big Ray Hernandez, the vet um uh, what's it called stevie stevie ray Al snow um uh, april hunter you name it they're all there at, at channelattitude.com and how where you can find all our affiliate shows and you can find us on the smack attack tomorrow morning and the day after that this is your line but what do we do
5: well um every sunday at 10 o'clock uh central standard time After the collision, we sift through
3: the wreckage, and not to mention, look out for Uncaged also either tonight maybe, but it seems like maybe more than likely tomorrow. I'm not sure yet, but either tonight or tomorrow, Uncaged will be live on Happy Media Group via there and all the other shows we just mentioned. But that's it for me, Chris.
5: Absolutely, for me you can find me right here on the PWC Network for this show and for. Probably multiple others going forward here, at least to, to begin with. On Twitter, you can find me. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there to hear everything I have to say about pro wrestling politics and whatever the hell else I feel like talking about. Um, You can also, you can also find me on the uh, HMG and ChannelAttitude.com, where we do several shows. As Jimmy said, we do uh, Rampage Uncaged. We do the Smack Attack, where we talk about uh smackdown with john enright and as we've already said sunday morning 10 o'clock central standard time after the collision we sift through the wreckage um yeah thank you to everybody who was in the chat today thank you to everybody listening we love you guys we really do we appreciate you guys a lot um and uh yeah we'll talk to you later um I usually like to sign off by saying "Olay," but instead I'm going to say
3: zero zero miero. is <laughs>